Today on episode 341 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you ever wish you could just make everything on your computer screen bigger so you could see things more easily? Well, today I'll show you how to do that. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. You can just think of me as your friend who knows how to make your computer do what you need it to do. And that's pretty much what I spend my days doing. I fix computers. I upgrade computers to really super fast solid state drives. I set up backups and I recover data for people who didn't have a backup when their computer crashed, all of that. So if you need help, give me a call 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 341. So let's get started. Here's something you may not know about me. I started wearing glasses when I was eight years old. The way my vision was, I could see things up close, no problem. But things that were far away were really blurry. So glasses were something I just got used to wearing all the time. It was a designated requirement listed right there on my driver's license. It always said, corrective lenses are required. Of course, that could mean contact lenses too. I tried those a few times, but I never really liked them. So I've just always worn glasses up till about 12 years ago. That was when I had LASIK surgery. Now, this is a really cool procedure that actually corrects your vision not everyone is a candidate for it, but I got tested, and it looked likely that it would be a success, so I did it. And it was really simple. The whole procedure only took about 15 minutes, and it was kind of weird because after it was done, I had to wear dark sunglasses for the ride home, and they told me to go home and take a nap. And the doctor told me to keep those sunglasses on while I slept. Yeah, that was kind of different. It wasn't to keep the light from getting to my eyes. It was to help make sure I didn't scratch or rub my eyes while I was sleeping. I don't really remember what it was like the first day I got my glasses back when I was in third grade. It was probably pretty cool to be able to see again. But I do remember the day after I had the LASIK surgery when I went outside here in Florida and it was just a beautiful sunny day. I was outside and I wasn't wearing any kind of glasses and yet I could see things far away, you know, like the individual leaves on a tree, and everything was just perfectly clear. I just remember thinking that was just so amazing, and my vision today, 12 years later, is still really good. Of course, now I take it for granted, and I don't even think about it, but I guess that's normal. But I am thankful for good vision. But there was a downside to having that surgery. Before the procedure, I could see things up close really well. But afterward, no way. Now I had to have reading glasses if I wanted to hold something up close and see it clearly. And of course, whenever I was reading a book. But the doctor told me that would probably happen. In fact, he gave me what I thought was a really weird option. I could have one eye corrected for far vision and the other eye 
corrected for up-close vision if I wanted to. He said it would seem weird at first, but that I would get used to it. And I know I probably would have gotten used to it eventually, but I just decided against that. So now I have reading glasses, which I don't really mind too much. I actually have a separate pair of reading glasses that I use when I'm on my computer, since the computer screen's a little farther away than if I'm just holding something in my hand like a book. So the strength is a little different. But I know for some people, their eyesight makes using a computer kind of difficult. With the new displays and screens, you can have a super high resolution, which makes everything extremely clear, but that also means that by default, most of the things on the screen are really small. That's fine for some people, like teenagers with perfect vision, but for other people, it just doesn't work. But Windows 10 has some great features that actually do work, and they're all available to you right there on your computer screen. All you have to do is hold down the Windows key on your keyboard and tap the letter U, as in up, because we're going to up the size of what you see on your computer's display. So when you do that, you'll see some options right there on the screen. The first one listed is Make Text Bigger. And that one has a slide bar and some sample text. So you can click and slide that bar to the right, and the sample text will get bigger and bigger. And when it's the size you like, click the Apply button. And for a lot of people, just doing that is going to solve whatever problems you have with seeing things on the screen. But wait, there's more! Right below that, you'll see there's a control that's titled Make everything bigger. So this would control not just the size of the text, but also the size of the apps you see on the screen. Now this one is not a slide control though. For this setting, you have the option of a certain percentage. You can set it at 100% where it is by default, or you can do 125, 150, or 175% to make everything that much larger. And in that same section, you have the option to even make your cursor appear larger on the screen. Or if a different color makes it easier to use, you can actually change the color of the cursor. And below that is one more thing. You can make the brightness adjust automatically. For me, I like the screen, especially on a laptop, to be just as bright as possible. But everyone has their own preferences on that. So hopefully that can help you with any issues you have with seeing things on the screen easily and clearly. And on my other podcast right now, a story of identity theft. Lindsay's identity was stolen and lots of credit card debt racked up starting when she was just a young teenager. Parents really need to monitor the credit reports of their children. But in this case, it was her mother who was stealing Lindsay's identity. You can hear Lindsay tell me all about what happened, including why she was forced to legally change her name on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash 44. And if you don't know what my Amazon affiliate link is, it's computertutorflorida.com slash shop, S-H-O-P. Although I really don't know how you couldn't know it since I say it every episode here. When you shop at that link, you get everything you need from Amazon, and you pay the same price as you would anyway, but when you buy something, Amazon sends me over a little referral fee, so that helps cover the cost for doing this podcast. And if you want to get in touch with me, here's how you can do it. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. 
and leave a message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. I got a job as a human cannonball, and they fired me on my first day.